The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books, and you're live with the conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. <laughs> you love him anyway. That's not our silent assassin. That's not Jay. <laughs> okay, that's Jay now. That's Jay. Jay, tell us to the people, Jay. <laughs> He's muted. Jay, you're muted. Hey, hey, what's up? I'm, I was <laughs> muted. I'm not muted anymore. <laughs> I don't know which one of y'all forgot which one of us was Jay, but that ain't right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, that doesn't sound like me. I can have a drink. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of y'all. Next, he is... Our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. I made a mess. Oh, um, I'm sorry, friend. I'll be I'm Jay, sorry. and now there's stuff all over the keyboard. Look, that's what happens. Look, now in true Jay fashion. <laughs> next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I started without you. Yeah, that's okay. Like I, I might have to take an intermission to get a drink later. <laughs> and as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Uh, we are going to be talking to you all about uh, the Danish animated film Princess. We are going to be talking to you all about uh, the return of Resident Alien, uh, the sci-fi show. We're going to be talking to you all about um, the legend of Vox Machina, the uh, animated show on Amazon Prime, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we take a moment and thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show would not have happened, would not be possible. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. Um, so yeah, with all that said, uh, we should go ahead and tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. Here's how. Give me one second. Oh, okay. Hold on. Like the intern is slacking. Yeah. We're gonna cut I'm her page. Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum Live. Join the party. You know you want to. I'm I'm joking, intern. We, we're not going to cut your pay. Even that though. sounds like retaliatory behavior, Larry. You can't say Reta that. Retaliatory behaving. Yes. Anyway, I need a second screen. <laughs> you you need a second screen? Yeah. There it is. Join our Patreon so that you can get can get some fantastic form a second screen for Moses, please. Thank you. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um, we got. Chat here as well, of course. Bring we'll bring 
comments uh, out of chat and right into the show, such as insert witty chat comment here, uh, Jay, or am I doing that? Bam, you got it. Oh, you're muted, Jay. You're muted. <laughs> Jay, Jay, why are you muted, Jay? Just turn off the other thing. Whatever the other thing is, turn that off. It, it's off now, but I forgot that I muted while it was on, and I forgot. And it's <laughs> off now, and Thank it's you. for the show. <laughs> he was doing pre-production right now. Got it. Okay, I understand. I understand. Like, I'm You're so like, glad Larry and I were late. He was waiting <laughs> for uh, Lawrence to tell him what we were reviewing so he could watch it real quick. Yeah. So Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did you watch episode six of The Book of Boba Fett? I have not watched it yet. I heard uh, it, uh, the Book of Mando. <laughs> like, like, I, heard uh, it was, okay. I heard that was episode five was The Book of Mando. Oh, I haven't seen past the first one, so you, yeah. you tell me. But, oh, yeah. dude. They definitely snuck in a, a backdoor episode there, which, and I'm not complaining because it was amazing. <laughs> Finally, the show got good. They did another show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the show, the show was already good beforehand. No, it was. You know, you don't think so? No, it, it has. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not. You know, it's listen. I I'm I, I, what you I can know, say. You know what it reminds me. Of? It reminds me of that first Clone Wars, the one that came out in the theater. Yeah, the one with the baby with the, and that was crappy. I don't think so. Yeah, you do. We went to see it in the theater, and you said it was crappy when we got out. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. say that was. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there were probably I had some criticisms of it, but I didn't think it was crappy. It's not it's like I've watched it again recently, and don't get me wrong, the show was better. Yeah. You know, the show the show takes its time, and you know, but it's like. It's like anything else. Like when you have a pilot, sometimes it's like you gotta find your legs a little bit. So you know, but but what I will say is this: is I feel like a lot of the criticism of the book of Boba Fett is all about people's expectations of what Boba Fett would be like. Yeah. None of which are founded on anything factual. Like it's like literally just what they. Well, I, I won't say that. I, what I will yeah. say is it's not founded on anything that happened in. The Star Wars movies. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. Otherwise, we're gonna spend forty minutes on that again. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Tiger Claw says episode six had a surprise appearance of a character from the Clone Wars animated series. I mean, is is it really a surprise appearance if it's from a show that they've taken characters from before? Nah. It depends on. I think it depends on who the person is, right? Like, well, who is? It depends on who. Well, I, look, I don't want Tiger Claw to tell me because I, I want to watch it. Tiger Claw, tell me a private chat. Look, tell text Mo. Because <laughs> like, I can see private chat. I don't want to go in there by accident. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, ah. Well, he's on our Patreon. He can, he can send us on our group text. There, <laughs> there go to our Patreon and you too can be in the Fantastic Four group text. Yeah. We're just making up tiers and stuff. Now, like, Tiger, we have it's, the only yeah. tier. it's the only tier. It's the thousand dollars. That's it. The thousand dollars tier gets you complete. There's one tier. Complete access to the Fantastic Four. Like you can we go only into... four people a month to like really like be cool. <laughs> you 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 too can go into Jay's bed and just do whatever whatever it is you want. Yeah. And it's like you two can change Jay's station and while he's already, watching. We got Joe and Boy Guard already. Not this Joe. Another Joe. 
And and Beauregard? Oh yeah. wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, Joe, you, you saw who it is? Yeah. He's watching that right now. I looked up who it is. Oh, okay. And well y'all need to look. I'm no, not gonna spoil on. it for you. Thank yeah, you. I, I won't spoil it for you, but god damn. And it looks <laughs> oh my man. Like I might have to watch the show now. Oh man, get lit, man! If you don't stop it, he's <laughs> beating off already. That's all it took, huh, Darth Maul? Oh, see, you better <laughs> stop Oz, man! If it's Darth Maul, Oz, I'm on a plane tomorrow. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen past episode one. If it's Darth Maul, it shows just how predictable it is. If it's Darth Maul, <laughs> hands, Oz, hands. Or ankles, man! Oh, oh, damn you! Okay, now see, look, like, now I gotta make sure I jump kick it. How about if we <laughs> mute Larry? If you meet, if we mute Larry, you can tell us, right, Jake? Well, no, if we mute Larry, he'll he still be able to talk. hear. He just won't be able to talk. He didn't <laughs> know that. I, I definitely knew that. I, I know how this thing works. I was like, like, mute me. Like, how does that? A reflection in his glasses. I already know who it is. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But hit us in chat. Uh, feel free to call in if, you know, when we're talking about something and it sparks some kind of interest in you. Feel free to call in. And, of course, I mean, you know, at any point during the show, if you want to go ahead and, you know, chat about something else, we, we'll entertain you for a little bit. We're not going to we're not gonna derail the show, obviously. But, you, can, you know, maybe later on you'll be able to talk more about it whatever you want. But in the meantime, if you have thoughts on uh, The Legend of Vox Machina, if you have thoughts on uh, Princess, if you have thoughts on Resident Alien, we definitely want to hear those too. So feel free to call in. Uh, you can go to fantasticforum.live to do that. I know it's like, I'm sure somebody was listening like, is he going to tell us how to call in? Fantasticforum.live. There's a button that literally says call in right at the top. So check that out. Or of course, if you're in chat on YouTube or Twitch, just Toss your comments in the chat. We'll take a look at them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tiger Claw's offering to DM you the character. No, he already did. Yeah. No, he, oh, he, look, the fact that he capitalized D and M is Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, slid in the most DMs. He I love thrust, it. Well, he thrust it with that one. Oh, jeez. Now, Mo, are you familiar with that character? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, before I even liked the cartoon, I would just watch his fights. Wait, listen, listen, y'all, listen. Oh, Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else, because like, yeah, I know you all. You all are gonna spoil this for me before I get to see it if we keep talking about it. So let's. He's just... not. He meant. Hey, Ray hey, Fisher. hey, 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 hey. Big Ray Fisher fan. Hey, hey, hey man. <laughs> listen. So anyway, amazing to see how horny Ray Fisher can be. <laughs> now, why do you keep saying Ray Fisher? Ah, oh, dude, that's the wrong. No, what's home? <laughs> you talk about Ray. Is that who you're talking about? They look the same to me. <laughs> they look the same to you? You don't see color? He doesn't see color. <laughs> Apparently not. I'll tell you, if, if I watch Book of Boba Fett and Cyborg pops up in that joint, I'm going to be floored. I'm he, like, already what in the world? he already did. He already did in that Power Rangers episode with those the urban youth. Oh, listen, the urban youth. The youth. If they fix your disco up, you save on paint because you just need the red. No, it's, it's funny, though, use. because... Cyborgs are totally understated in in Star Wars universe. Like they're mm -hmm. always like just like a little like 
they got like, oh, there's a cyborg and it's like Lobot. And <laughs> it's like, you know, that fool only got like two little tape cassettes on the side of his head. That's it. <laughs> it's like, I hate, I hate it when I screw up I, a joke and, and Lawrence tries to make a poignant point. <laughs> that does happen a lot. That does have, like, I, 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 it I, it up. I don't know why, why you like, what? Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'll play the TV intro. Let's go. Uh, no, more about gel code. When the fourth round, don't you call? Does it look good already? Combo scam for limited. All right. Can we start with uh, the legend Vox Machina? Sure. Yeah. All dude, right. Uh, you've been like so waiting for this and yeah i i've been i mean I, i'm happy for you as yeah, as yeah. the uh biggest critter on this show uh <laughs> i'm glad you finally really cool critters? as the biggest critter on this show uh I'm, I'm happy for you man and uh finally you can stop sending us all these messages and trailers about this show and uh you Please get your you time know. to talk about it go ahead let it out man are oh, you been holding it in so apparently, The Legend of Vox Machina is a animated television show on Amazon uh, Prime that I, I, I believe <laughs> takes the characters from Critical Role and puts them in their own animated adventure. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm really like, if you can't tell from Oz's tone, he's being sarcastic because I don't really do anything with Critical Role. I know it's a thing, and I know people like it. Uh, they like it enough that... The hell? You lost your mic. <laughs> your mic went out, Lyric. He's speechless. <laughs> I mean, he was saying that like a North North Korean prisoner. Yeah. Like talking about the great, their great leader. I mean, I could see his mic's muted. No, but it wasn't muted before. I think his headset died. <laughs> nah. uh, so what Larry was trying to say is that Oz sarcastically... Uh, here, a little backstory. If you did have the $1,000 tier in our Patreon, you would see our pre-production. And for some reason, for a couple weeks, Larry kept sending us Fox Machina stuff, whether it was a news story or, uh, or uh, the trailer, the second trailer... Um, and then one time when we brought it up, when it was coming out, uh, was it like two shows back Oz? Larry's yeah. like, what is that? At least I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like, and we had to, you know, there, we actually have a clip where Oz went back into the deep text to see, to show where Larry, uh, where Larry said, you know, where he sent us that. Cause Larry didn't believe he sent it. He's like, he didn't know what it is. And needless to say, we had to review it now cause it's been part of our little universe here for the past week few weeks and uh like he said it's basically the critical role characters in an animated adventure in an irreverent fa high fantasy world kind of like uh it was dungeons and dragons right that's what yeah it's, it's dungeons and dragons yeah. i think the the world that they're in was created by the their dungeon master okay and it's blown up to the point that it has its own editions in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. And so this this story um that they go through 
in the in the first three episodes anyway is well, before, right before, before we go before we go into that like i i do need to ask like who is in critical role like what's the because it's part isn't the celebrities playing that's isn't that part of the the attraction uh, celebrities it, okay. it's uh, it's voice actors and um like the in, in the infinity train that the the main character the the girl tulip um, tulip she was played by the the person playing pike the 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 cleric okay. so it, they they're voice actors and they they're just nerdy and they would get together and play this dungeons and dragons game and right around the time geek and sundry was becoming a thing and you know they had the that tabletop game show and other stuff like that somebody brought it up to him like hey you guys want to just stream this and see what happens and they did and it just blew up from there but yeah this, like all, everybody here everybody in the show you you would know their work but you might not know their name because they're voice actors you know so like you you there's a lot that a lot of people you'd have to look up their characters like the the guy playing the uh the gunner he i think he was the flash in one of the uh the mortal kombat dc things okay so like you you've seen their work or their, you, okay. you've seen their work you just don't know their names because they're voice actors so the dudes playing the characters in this vox machina thing are the the dudes that play the game together yeah. right yeah okay that's the, the, the only difference is now they have more voice actors for some of the the other characters, the, the what they would be the N NPCs of the game, yeah. because usually it's just the one guy, the dungeon master that does all those voices, and now now he they they, they can afford to have other people kind of voice some of the other characters, especially the female characters, because he, he I mean male or female or other, he he does all the voices in the show, as a good DM should, yeah, and does a good job. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Larry, how how fulfilled are you watching these first three episodes? I I still don't understand like what makes like what it is that makes me the critical role fan or the the like. I, I know that you all said that I sent the text or whatever, and I remember no, you I was, proved that you sent the text. I remember you showing me the thing, but I was like, I don't like I don't remember sending it, and I'm like, what did I send it for? Like, what was the context? A trailer for the animated series. Like every time there's a new trailer or a new story, we send it because it might be a topic of conversation. Okay, and I just sent it just to be like, oh, look at this. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure that's look. We don't know why you sent it. Yeah, we got it. Your mind from last November. Yeah, I listen. I will tell you, man. I was very underwhelmed, <laughs> like because I was like, I mean, I, I look, I mean, full disclosure, like I'm not like I don't do the whole critical role thing. I'm aware of it, obviously, but I'm not a fan like that. Oh, all of a and sudden, so, not all, of, never. There was never like I don't listen. I don't even understand why, why, what you know? Because well, I will say this. Maybe I saw the trailer. 
because I will say the opening sequence is awesome. Like, I, the opening sequence was better than the entire first episode to me. You know, because I was just like, I don't know. I was I was very, like, underwhelmed by everything that was happening, with the exception of the dragon. Like, the dragon was awesome. Yeah. And the scenes with the dragon in it were awesome. Like, what, when you had these characters trying to fight that dragon in episode one, I was like, okay, like, this I like. <laughs> you know? But at the same time, that's everybody shutting up for the most part. <laughs> And it looks like that's where they kind of put the uh, the hefty part of the animation work in. And, you know, like, yeah, like that's that was like the highlight to me. And I, I only watched the first two episodes. And so both time in both episodes, which episode two was better than the first one to me. But both episodes, the dragon was the highlight for me. Alfonso Seja says, yeah, even in their D&D campaigns, they have great intros. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> like, intro the newest one fashion. is that great, but... The newest intro isn't that great? I would, well, it's fine. I, I like hearing the girls sing, so I like that part, but it's just, it, it's weird. Okay. Like, production value is great, but how it relates to to that the campaign the campaign that they're on or the characters that they're playing makes absolutely mm -hmm. no sense. Like it's it's got nothing to do with it. Okay. They're like explorers in in the dungeon, I guess. Like Indiana Jones, which okay, Dungeons and Dragons is what they're playing. But usually the intros relate to their characters that they're playing or the story that they're telling. Okay. Yeah. Hey. This uh, animated role-playing fantasy with a little bit of reverence is nothing new to you, right? Um, not really. Um, it is rare to see it so look as good as it does. But, you know, just a year, maybe a year and a half ago, uh, uh, what the fuck is that show called? Um, another fantasy show came out, and it's how done like girls in a dungeon. What masters of the universe? How, how to pick up girls <laughs> in a dungeon? No, um, it's by some of the robot chicken alums. Oh, crossing uh, crossing swords. swords. Yeah, yeah. Like that came out, and like that was really good. Like it could have been a little more dense with story, but they do like really good with the the characters and the comedy and even towards the end actually like the story elements actually get really really good. But it's like pet people. So it's like it's it's nice to see it look the way it does in Vox Machina. Um and even still, like, uh, Crossing Swords is a comedy. This is more of an adventure comedy. Like, it has more of an emphasis on adventure. Uh, so that is good. And I would say, like, yeah, when you talk anime, they've got, like, thousands 
uh, figuratively right. of fantasy stories, but you know, this it's a different like over here we tell stories a little differently. And so it's nice to see this uh, with this Western storytelling. I think the closest you get to it is maybe Castlevania we had recently, uh, which just finished. Yeah. Uh, but this is more of a like, because it's more lighthearted and a little more comedic, you know, it, it feels more fun. Like Castlevania was dense and it was amazing dense. And this is more of a, like an amazing fun. So it's a different experience. And one I welcome, honestly, like some other people have said it before me, but recently has been great for adult animation uh, with like uh, styles and genres and uh, getting like some of the more mainstream looks and like the bigger budgets and people have been putting their all into like the writing and like it's adult animation is doing really good right now and Vox Machina I think fits well into uh, well into that category especially Amazon like it's it is interesting to me like because it's an Amazon show, you have Amazon now has Invincible and the Legend of Vox Machina, which is like great, like two different genres done awesomely and animated in a way that, yeah, it's just good. All right. What other questions do you have, Larry? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I got, I got plenty of questions because, you know, honestly, I'm just like, I'm, I'm a little surprised to hear how much you like it, Jay, just because I know for me, I was watching I, it and I'm like, this I saw, feels very. I saw Wait, this. I knew it, it was like right up Jay's alley. It's a, it's a decently animated, like the, I didn't know what the story would be, but just looking mm -hmm. at the trailers at the animation and knowing the humor that they would inject into it. I knew it'd be right up Jay's alley. But I guess I don't know. It feels very vanilla to me. Like I'm like, it's not I, I know like you say like it's funny, but it's not really funny, is it? Like what did was there no. anything in there that really made you laugh out loud? It's not like a comedy. Not really funny, but fun. Like yeah. they have a lighthearted air to them. Uh no, it, it's not like I wouldn't call it funny. And Okay. I know what that one dude can be actually kind of annoying. Uh, the dwarf or whatever he is, the, the, like the bard. Yeah, the bard can okay. be actually yeah. a little annoying. Now, but oh, what? I just have one question. So, you mean to tell me that they weren't going for funny when they wrote this? No, I'm not saying they weren't going for funny. Okay. Oh, I yeah, said it's they not funny. Trying. I was saying they weren't going for funny. I think Jay did the best description of it as a as an adventure, and watching like if you ever watch the show, the the bard like the guy just always tries to do something funny, and then the the guy playing the barbarian. I think the guy playing the barbarian is actually one of the funniest guys 
on the show and um as the barbarian he would kind of hold back a little bit i guess because it was they had just started and it's not until now they're in campaign three that he's just really letting it all go and what okay my hand is in the booty <laughs> that was funny that was actually pretty funny like i didn't laugh out loud but remembering that joke know, it sounded like, you did. <laughs> <laughs> like at right. the time at the time i was more yeah, focused he- on the what is she I, I'm I'm sorry, I forget all the classes. Like I don't know. The oh, druid. The druid. Yeah. I was the more focused on her. Hmm? The horns is the druid. Right. Like during that scene, I was more focused on her because she was actually funny to me. Like during that scene. Yeah, and that's the, the difference between the animated and the actual show, because in the actual show they have to be spontaneous. And so mm-hmm. the, the humor hits a little better sometimes when it's live and you know they just came up with it as opposed right. to having to write it down rehearse yeah. it how many times this is like the fifth time they've read it yeah it, it all those little things affect it so yeah that that's where but i knew they would try to to do the humor to add some humor into it uh mm-hmm. but yeah overall it's it's an adventure it's a they're telling a story right like funny inside of a D campaign is a different thing than like funny in a scripted television show and that i definitely can understand and and you know acknowledge like i i'm not you know i like i'm not gonna i'm not knocking critical role as a show because you know that's not what we're talking about i'm just talking about never do that i look i would at least have to watch it first before i would (laughs) i'll tell you that (laughs) but what i what i will say is you know, Legend of Vox Machina, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, it, And here's the thing, like, I don't even necessarily need it to be funny because it's not like I'm sitting here like, oh, this is supposed to be a comedy. I'm not saying that at all. I just know that they're trying to be funny. And I'm just like, uh, like, it's not, it's not working for me. But then I don't even think, you know, I'm not, you all know, I, it's not hard to make me laugh. You know, like, I like to laugh. I'm rooting for you. I, I want to laugh at your joke. I'm not the person that, you know, my arm folded, like, better be funny you know that's not me at all like I, I i i'm ready you know and so the fact that i was like ah that's not hitting that made me kind of feel a way about it where i'm like maybe this isn't funny like you know like i don't like i know they're trying to be but it's not working for me and then but but that's not even the biggest part for me oh we can read the comment first i'm sorry uh alfonso say alfonso seha says is it better than the old D&D animated show where a wizard kidnaps the kids from a roller coaster? No. I'll be honest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll be honest. Because that's that 80s magic. <laughs> there is a lot to be said for that show. Um, <laughs> like, it also, like, the time the it came that- out and the writing, like, it's... It's kind of a special thing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know who all here was up, like watching cartoons during that time when I was on, but there was a rule in children's media where the complainer was always the one that was wrong. So in Dungeons and Dragons, they would always have the complainer, he was like a lancer or something. 
he would always say the common sense thing, like the thing they actually should do. And he'd be wrong, like, because the complaint, like, it is just so funny. And that, like, it is, yeah, like, that thing is a work of art. Yeah, yeah. But here's the other part with this show that this is the main thing that bothered me is I don't, like, like any of these characters. And I'm not saying, like, they have to have, like, a character for, for you to like. But I, I, well, I guess what's more, what's worse than being unlikable is being, like, uninteresting, like, just flat. And that's what I feel like. All the characters come across very flat to me. Where Did I'm you like, watch all three episodes? No, I watched two of them. Okay. Hmm. So I'm right. just like, I, like, they don't, they don't come across like, man, I really want to know more about this guy. Like, uh, like a few of them look pretty cool. Like you know the 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 design of the characters isn't bad. Um, but I kind of feel like yeah, I got to go through three episodes before I get yeah, an interesting character. Tell me about Arcane. The third, I, one, the third episode is a little less. Uh, uh, I guess it's it's, it's a, almost a slower episode where, with a little more character development in it. Okay. Yeah, See, the third and, episode but, is a different kind of story. Like yeah, it, it piggybacks of off of the dragon thing, but it's a mm -hmm. different kind of story, and it really is just all about the one dude. I don't know his name. I'm sorry, I don't know anyone's name yet. But the one with the gun. Yeah, uh, it's about his history and what's going. Like, yeah, it's basically his origin story, he, and we he get has to the see coolest him. Look. Yeah, like although in some of those scenes where those action scenes, it looks like he's his head is bald and he just has this little spot. <laughs> like, that is weird. See, his, but uh, his name, by the way, is Lord Percival Frank Frank Fredrickson von Musil Kowalski de Rolo the Third. Oh no! It's so not. the third, um, yeah, it's we get into his third. <laughs> the third. He's like Lupin. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually I actually like these characters. Like um like I think the bard is probably my least favorite, but I actually just found everyone to be well, okay, the two siblings. Uh yeah. maybe not them as much, but I think everyone else is like really charming, like has a charm to them. Like the druid, the healer, the like, yeah, like I wouldn't say they're like exactly stand out, but I do like them. I like the charm. Um, would definitely love to learn more about them. And the twins, even, or I don't know if they're twins or just brother, regular brother and sister, but, um, and they're not wholly uninteresting. Like I said, like I just probably will put them at the lower end of my current interest. Uh, but yeah, like I honestly don't have any problem with these characters. Uh, yeah, like even the Bard, I he might be my least favorite, but I, it's not like I don't hate him. Like he does this thing. <laughs> I mean, he had a rainbow studded codpiece. 
That was amazing. Oh, I, did that happen in episode one. three? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what you missed? Character development right there. <laughs> See, and that's the whole thing where it was strange to me because it's like, you know, I understand. Like, I mean, I, I, I like characters, like developed characters. I, I, and, you know, you all know, like, I'm like, I have no problem watching, like, good dialogue. Like, I could watch two people sit in the room if the dialogue is right, and that's fine with me, you know? Um, but it's not like I'm sitting here, like, you know, I'm not a, a person that's, like, uh, beholden to character development. Like, if there's no character development, then I, I'm just like, oh, well, there's no reason for this piece of, of this show to exist. Because realistically, it's like, I love good action sequences, too. But normally when you don't get that much character development is because a lot's happening. And I feel like what the, the thing with this show for me was like, I'm not getting character development and I'm not getting a lot of action either. So what am I watching exactly? Like what, what, what's happening that, what am I supposed to be taking from what I'm looking at? And it's like, it's just people doing stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I, it, which I, you know, could be interesting too, but the things they're doing, Aren't like I don't. I don't feel like what I'm seeing. I'm getting a lot of. I'm not learning about the characters, and then they're not doing anything extra interesting. It's like you know, I learned. I learned some things. Like you know, there there are some characteristics that I could tell you about some of the people, but there's like what eight characters or nine? How many of them are there? Seven. Well, there's the twins, two twins, a bard, druid, healer. Barbarian. That's it. It yeah. made me feel like a loser that I don't have enough friends to get a like a good D and D campaign going. <laughs> wait, wait. So it's seven of them. Yeah. Okay. So if it's seven of them, I feel like I only can tell you maybe like personality traits for like three of them. Like, and that's it. And I'm just like that seems weird because not, and it'd be different if it was like okay, well. We focused on what we did a deep dive into one person and we'll learn more about the rest of them later. But it wasn't like that at all. It was literally like it's all yeah. very surface. I mean, you just described episode three. Oh, yeah. Also, okay. Also, I would debate that with you. Mm -hmm. um, the surface level characteristics for, like, I would say the what they give you about girl twin isn't really surface level um or it didn't feel surface level like they give her the whole backstory of her family being killed by dragons and her studying and now she has an empathetic connection with dragons yeah but that's not characterization that's like history no it's also characterization what what does that make her like? Studious and vengeful. And broody. I mean, but wait, so wait. She she's not studious, or at least you don't see that she's studious in the in the show. They tell you <laughs> that she is. She studies so hard that she got an empathetic connection with dragons. Like, do you know how hard you have to study to develop an empathetic connection with something? She's obsessive. But is she? But is she obsessive? Like, do they show us she's obsessive? 
They tell you. This is what I'm saying. It's like like they they told it to us. They told or they didn't tell us that she got an empathetic connection through studying, but we understand yeah, that she no, feels no, that no, they, they literally tell you that. Like they literally tell you that her studying gave her an empathetic connection. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let's say I'll give you that. Let's say that's what they tell you. Okay. Like, like were you on your phone while you were watching? How does no, listen, the per, I'm talking about the characterization, the personality of the person. Like, none of the things you're talking about show up in her personality. It's like, you can't, her and her brother act the same, which is nothing. They're twins. They are twins. But, but <laughs> okay, but they act, they don't act like anything. Like, like we, all we have the skills. Like, the skills brother isn't is character. It? It's like, if I, if I can pick a look, that doesn't tell you anything about who I am as a person. It means that you have nimble fingers and are a sensuous lover. <laughs> and your twin sister is broody. Listen, yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is what, like, like, you know, it's like, you, everything you all are saying is basically like, like, you say she's vengeful. It's like, how do we know that? Like, she's I don't, I didn't... I'm vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, she's... like she wants to kill dragons because a dragon killed, took out her family. I, I that does, that does, that means is something that, that after, she did say. So after the dragon dies, her purpose is over because her whole life's motivation is done. And, and like, but here's the thing: oh, no. it's like it's not even, it's not even her whole dragon. life's motive. It's not her whole life's motivation though, because it's not like she's out there trying to go out and seek dragons. She's hanging out in a pub drinking and doing jobs for money. Like like everybody in the group is motivated by money except for the paladin chick, right? Well, a wise man once said, if you're good at doing something, don't do it for free. No, no, but what I'm saying is they're also like, motivated we... by getting drunk. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, that motivates me. Okay. Too. That's a characterization. Oh, it it isn't though. <laughs> It really, it really isn't like liking to drink doesn't say anything about your personality. Like now, here, here's what I got from person. Like here's what I'm talking about, personality wise, right? Like the druid is unsure of herself. That you can tell because in in multiple situations and the way that she talks and carries herself, you can tell that she is unsure of her abilities. That's a that's a characteristic that actually does get shown in in the two episodes that I saw. You know, like it's in the same way how... Too, she's pretty powerful. Right. No, absolutely. Like, you know, it's not like she doesn't have, have skills and doesn't have, like, like, she's one of the most powerful members of the group, it seems. But that's something, that's something that comes out as far as about her character in, in the show. They don't, they only show it a few different, a, a couple times... But you know, and, and it even comes out in the way that she speaks. Okay. Like she kind of like is unsure about what she's saying as she's saying it. And so it's like that that's the kind of thing where I'm like, okay, like now I don't know why she's like that. And and they don't need to tell me why necessarily in the beginning, but I'm saying like that kind of thing is something that like that's one of the few things about the characters that I found out through the course of of the show and that's what the kind of things i'm talking about where i'm like i like the guy with the gun 
I don't know anything about that dude. And I understand yeah. that you, you find out more in, in the third episode. Yep. Huh? Yeah, episode but, three, you find out his. Yeah. Well, you someone want to read that comment? Oh, yeah. Alfonso says, says, I play video games, and that's my whole personality, and I won't have it any other way. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, exactly. So, you, well, I guess in your case, two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 find out the personalities of five of the eight characters, or there's seven, four of the seven characters. In in, in what two episodes? Yeah. No, I I don't. Who? What for? Like I told you all about one. The stuff that you all were telling me is just like facts. It's not like you haven't no, told me anything I, about well, anybody's personality. Uh, you you don't the the uh, big the big dumb guy. You don't get what he's about. He's big. He's, big, and dumb. he's dumb and he loves to fight. Like what? And the bear. So, I mean, what I'm saying is being is being dumb a, a personality trait. Yes, if you if you love to fight, if you're a good fighter, you're just big and dumb and goofy. <laughs> like, don't, don't no, get me wrong. It's like you, you love to drink and you love to fight. What, I mean, what more do you need? And he likes boobies. <laughs> and he likes boobies. Boobies. Okay. The bard, obviously, some kind of sex addict. Wants to bang everything. He says it up front. I want to bang everything in in yeah in front of me. Yeah, right. That, that would be one of the other people where I'm like, okay. About, all you need to know about his motivations. Well, no, but and and I that would have been one of the other people that I would have said like, okay, I get a little bit of characterization in regards to that guy where it's like, okay, I get it. Like he's he's a lover and definitely wants to like you know the the cleric. Be, I mean, she's a cleric. Like. Could, the, the, which what's the what's the like the cleric is the the, 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 the other the other people? little one the, the yeah okay, yeah gotcha. yeah, yeah. The one people okay with the symbol of the light yeah. no i th- those are the three i would have mentioned where i'm like those that three people like you know on two episodes not, wait but it's it it's not like you get a lot of from them that's all you get like all i know is like she wants to do the right thing she wants to actually help people and which is good to know but i guess here's what i'm saying is you have a cast of seven people, and it's like, it's not like the other people aren't talking. If if you're only if you're only going to show me some a little bit of, or give me a taste, like what I'm thinking is, if you're only going to tell me a little bit about the characters, then I'm thinking you're going to tell me a little bit about each one. But you told yeah, me a little bit and only gave me less than half. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, I don't know. Like why do I why do I care about what everybody else is doing? Like what's why? Why am I supposed to like those people or not? Or like I don't know. Like it's just like you, you know. The, you, the find sad, the, the, you find out through the adventure. That's how the, the, the sad works. You all meet at a bar, and little by little, you learn things about each other as you adventure and kill dragons. I liked I liked the king better than pretty much all the cast, <laughs> which oh, I was God. like, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what, bad what, things what? happen to him. Bad things happen to him. Like I'm not oh. going to spoil it for you, but oh. you picked the guy that. Man, I thought I was bad at picking favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. I don't know. I was. I was like. I, I guess I would have taken an action-heavy show with l- l- a little characterization, or I would have taken. Uh, a character heavy show with just I, a little I, bit of action. That sounds like something I expect from a Bayformers fan. Who's a Bayformers fan? 
just just want to see big robots punching each other in the face. Oh, dude, that's, please. That's all you care about. Like, Forget like, the story. I like I like giant robots punching punching each other in the face. I think that's awesome, but I want there to be a good reason for it. Give and Lord knows boom, Michael Bay has guy. never provided that in in the course of however many Transformers movies he's made. So the, the, the louder the better. Turn it up to eleven. I don't I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, what about you, Mo? How'd you feel about it? Uh I, I mean, you pretty much I give it a two. Like it's not <laughs> the animation, like you said, wasn't, you know, it had it was okay. It, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to see something better. And then when the dragon came out, like, oh wow, okay. They're putting money yeah. in it. And it's cool. And then uh the story, like the third episode was the the stronger one out of it, okay. even though it was a less little less action heavy, uh less traditional adventure uh in this type of show. Um but it, it did, you know, it was a more interesting episode. I, I even caught myself like pausing it and I'm like, I don't need to get back to this. And then I went and put it back, you know, to finish it out. Um, but the series as a whole, I mean, like, I'm no anime expert dude, but I've seen like three animes that do what this or, or what this doesn't try to do um, <laughs> better. And, uh, right. And not to mention like a couple movies, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, eh, this is kind of a feels a little watered down. Like they're trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to get if it's for fans of Critical Role or for people that never heard of it too, you know. But it seems like it's more for fans of Critical Role, and they're gonna get it and enjoy it, and then the rest of us could go watch Your Highness or something. Or what's that anime where the dude? Uh, was it the the one dude goes into the cave and then all the girls keep peeing themselves when they get attacked? Is that anime? Oh, uh, Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer. There's that. Mm. Or uh, I liked Goblin Slayer. I uh, I got reincarnated into a slime. There's that. He's way overpowered. Yeah, and then there's a uh, there's but it's know, still an interesting story. story. Yeah, and and the uh, what's the other one? The I. How to pick up girls in the dungeon? I haven't you know? watched that yet. Yeah, and it, this, this, that, this, this Vox Machina feels like it's trying to rip that off, kind of, but it just doesn't get the charm that that has. And it's, I'm not even saying like how to pick up girls in the dungeon is even good. I'm just happy they only have like three episodes. Like <laughs> it's not a full-on series, not that I know of, at least. It's just there's always like a new episode. And it's like one of one, you know, <laughs> kind of like those house, like those high school of the dead um, mini movies, like OVAs or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like if you want the, the kind of funny fantasy stuff, you can, there's other stuff that'll do it better. And, uh, but I guess it's trying to be fun. One thing I would say on that point is a lot of the fantasy anime they may have a lot of characters but it never like it's they're not normally an ensemble cast like mm -hmm. you have your main hero and then it's just side characters yeah. where mm -hmm. as the actual ensemble like each person actually does get a chance 
yeah. uh, to shine uh, in Vox Machina, and uh, uh, for the most part, the that's the the how to pick up girls in the dungeon does that well too. The ensemble cast. Okay. But yeah, so I mean, that's as far as like I, I you know, I, I I never got into D and D. Never had enough friends to play it. Turns out you need nine, and four of them you don't even have to really know. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you know, so it's like I like the stories behind it, and you know, but I never, I never played it, and I'm not gonna. I don't have time for it anymore. (laughs) So uh, this was like something that I was hoping that I would like to, so that I can get that little aspect. Of what I want, yeah, twenty-two minutes at a time, and it's like, nah, you know what? I just go watch fucking Game of Thrones. That was a little bit of Magic <laughs> Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons in it, and and characterization. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, you all have anything else you want to say about Legend of Vox Machina before we rate it? So. I've tried to be fairly fairly quiet on it because I out of respect for for uh Lawrence and his critterness and, and hearing what he had to say about it. But uh, critique it. But uh yeah, Jay I think Jay hit hits the nail on the head with with describing it as an um animated adventure show that has elements of, of funny stuff in it but it's it's really more about the adventure and i think mo is also correct that this is this was primi- primarily for critical role fans i mean this was fully funded through kickstarter they raised up i just looked it up 11 and a half million dollars oh that's crazy so they had they went out hired titmouse which we knew we know titmouse is good yeah for, for the animation and you know they they, they put this show together and that's probably and that that's one of the reasons why I kind of hold back a little bit in talking about the show because look I have years of experience with these characters I've seen full hours worth of of episodes dedicated to each character I know their backstories I know what happens to them and I I know I I know where these characters and came from and where they end up so I have a bias watching the show i i just know the characters where uh lawrence is you know still trying to trying to figure out who they are and so i think that is a, a little bit of weakness on on their part that they did they made it for the people that paid to have it done and the people that paid mm-hmm. to have it done already know these characters so they don't need as much backstory i think putting mm-hmm. it on amazon prime if they knew they were going to do that, then yeah, maybe spend a little bit more time developing the characters in the first couple episodes, even though by the third one, you get just a huge dump of backstory to one of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, I I do think if if you've never, if you don't know the characters, then yeah, that would be, that would be a, a weakness of the show. Mm-hmm. It, I will say, though, that you know, I'm not gonna knock a show for being for catering to its fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if 
you're, the fans are the ones that kickstarted it and they made a show that's like we want to make sure that those people that gave us their money are happy then look i'm not mad at that at all you know what i'm saying i can actually even respect that and you know i i didn't put any money into the kickstarter <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i'm not gonna mess around and be like hey this show should be for me it's like no i mean it like i'm not the audience or if i'm just not the audience i'm just not the audience and that's okay you know mm-hmm. and you know based on what you all have already said i'll still go back and and give episode three three a try just to kind of see you know if it's something that might appeal to me more you know because just you know why not like it, it seems like it's not so uninteresting that i'm like i'm wasting my time or anything like that it was just one of those things where i watched the two episodes and i was like okay i think i got a sense of this you know like i think i do and like but the fact is it's like i like i will never knock a a, a property for uh catering to its core demographic especially if they let me know that up front, you know what I mean? But I guess one of the things, like, I I think, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, Arcane, uh, Oz, and I know that, you know, we had we all had different thoughts and about Arcane, but I know for me, like, I like that joint a lot. And I came into that, like, not being a League of Legends fans or knowing anything about any of that stuff and feeling like, oh, man, like, these characters are interesting and I want to know more about them, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's a like I'm looking at that almost in in a contrasting kind of way, but at the same time I do feel like like that show was made in a way where it caters to to the hardcore fans and it caters to people that don't know anything about League of Legends. Well, like and, even in the when yeah. we reviewed it, like you know, a lot of a lot of people that played League of Legends and know the characters in chat. And Xenocore had to call in to right. let us know that how it's yeah. better than we thought it was. <laughs> yeah. right, right, exactly. Like we weren't giving it enough credit from his perspective, yeah. Yeah. which is crazy. But you know, so yeah, so I get it. Like I'm not, you know, especially like I didn't realize that. Well, at least I didn't remember because I'm sure you all probably mentioned but sometime before that Legend of Vox Machina was kickstarted. I I didn't remember that, and that keeps that that definitely puts a different perspective on things for me too. Like I, I'm not gonna knock the show for like saying not necessarily being, uh, or not necessarily uh, catering to the newbies, you know. Yeah, especially considering like, dude, like they got their money already, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> right. Eighty-eight thousand eight hundred eighty-seven backers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now I'm assuming they must be doing. An additional season or two, right? Because uh, eleven million, maybe I need to go. Most, most, I feel like the majority of animated shows, like big ones, mm-hmm. uh, normally cost about a million dollars an episode. Oh, jeez! So this is only that's only one season. <laughs> one season plus tax. I mean, yeah, like. One season plus tax. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, man. Well, I guess they're gonna have to kickstart the second one, unless you know who knows. But maybe a lot of people will watch it. Maybe Amazon will put the bill yeah. for this next one. Right. If enough people watch it and like it, and 
Yeah, they get money for streams. <laughs> Indeed. Money for streams. So, okay, cool. Well, look, let's go Let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, oh, wait, were you going to say something, Mo? No. Oh, okay. Um, Jay, what would you rate The Legend of Vox Machina? I would give it a four out of five. Like, there was a couple of things that I didn't know that I wanted to see that I do want to see that I didn't get to see. And I think everything else I kind of like uh, loved about the show. Okay, cool, cool. Moses Magnum, what would you rate Legends of Vox Machina? <clears throat> right now, I'll give it a two. Um, but I do have to watch the fourth episode because it was like it ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Okay. What's that say? Uh, Big Man 24-7 says, being number one channel on Twitch, I'm surprised Twitch didn't fund it. Mm. Well, they did. I mean, Amazon owns Twitch, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, basically, <laughs> <You're right>. they <laughs> did. Right. Uh, Oscor, what would you give Legends of Vox Machina? Uh four also but i gotta add that i'm biased in this review because like i said i know the characters um i know i know all their histories uh before the the show even started so like i i have all mm -hmm. hours and hours of character development um so but i can see its flaws too so i don't want to give it above a four uh so yeah i'm just gonna stick with four Big Man 24 okay. 7 says they had to get crowdfunded first, though. It probably works better that way because they own it, you know, and they just. Amazon pays for streaming rights. And if they want that market share, they renew them, you know, pay for the next yeah. one. I will say, too, like, if a bunch of D&D &D players were like, Hey, we want you to give us money so we can make an animated show. I'm not sure, like, as Twitch or Amazon, I would be like, well, yeah, definitely, that's the right thing to do. <laughs> like, that's some, that's some verve shit. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, as as for me, I think I'd give it like I think I'd give it two and a half out of five. Uh, it wasn't for me. But I don't know that it was necessarily supposed to be for me, and uh, you know, I don't know. Like it, it's not, it's not bad. Like I, like it's it, it's middle of the road, and that's the rating I gave it. It's middle a mid a middle of the road rating, or maybe give it. A, I might even give it a three. You know what I'm saying? Like three. That probably makes sense. Like it's a three. So, but let me ask you this, Oz. Um, based on what you know about like the campaign and characters and whatnot. Does does the, is the show following some of the stuff that you've seen before, or is it kind of doing its own thing with the show as far as story wise? It is following the the campaign stuff with minor differences. It the the show takes place uh, bef right before the first episode of the campaign was aired because they they were already in this game when they started. And I mean, there's some stuff that they have to change. Like there was a, 
there was a another character in those first few episodes that mm-hmm. the they had a falling out with with uh the guy pr- playing the character mm-hmm. so like who's like, the guy uh we don't speak of him anymore i forget his real name it's like <laughs> orion he, he shall not be named orion something is the is the actor's name um the character was a was a dragonborn wizard that i'm blanking on his name right now orion akaba yeah yeah and um, um they don't discuss what happened too much because there's a little bit of a either substance abuse or alcohol and then kind of like mistreatment of of uh of the other cast it was just a to- toxic situation from what i gather and he's not he he was removed from the show and obviously his character would have been in this show at this time period but it's not because they had to so he had to be written out got it yeah big uh, cool. actually don't don't speak of him anymore i think it's because they get asked about it so much like if you look up the reddit to to find out what happened like they actually say look this is what this is what he commented and we're just not we've we've talked about it way too much we're not gonna keep talking about it so yeah so it it follows like i you know like i i like the gunner i know i know his history and everything they tell you in the third episode i already knew i knew i knew Mm. who who the people are that that he encountered and i like I, i knew all of that so yeah, it, it follow it does follow closely. I don't know how deep they're gonna like if if the next however many episodes I think it's eight total. So I don't know if the next five are gonna go go into where the campaign started. I assume the whole thing will be right before the the parts that aired on uh, YouTube. But we'll oh, see. okay, okay, cool. All right. Uh, shall we jump into Resident Alien? Sure. It's back. It's okay. Good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, Mo. Look, you gonna have to do. You have to do a little bit more than that, Mo. Tell, tell us about Resident Alien's return. Uh, I mean, it got rid of watch the the yeah. return of two dicks on two dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. That's what we said. We talked about a little bit of two dicks. Just a tip. Just a tip. I'm just oh, teasing. Okay. I'm just rubbing it against the labia. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Um, nah, you know, we, we Resident Alien is a show we all love here, and, and comic we all love, and we've had a good good time reading them. And uh, when the season when the show was announced, you know, it was like, oh, wow. And then it turned out to be not like the comic, but it was good anyway, and it got renewed. So we had the season two premiere. Was it last week? Sometime last week? Or this? Uh, it was. It was last week because yeah, the new okay. episode I think comes on today. Okay, and uh, yeah, that, and you know, it takes place right after like the end credits from the first season finale, and and hilarity ensues, and yeah. They teased me as a fan because, you know, the alien lost his memory and then he decides he wants to solve murders. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you motherfuckers, like, 
<laughs> you take away the whole murder solving aspect away from him, you know, and change it from the comic, and then you tease me where he's like threatening to call Stabler and the other chick. <laughs> right. Because he, he did think he was. Level. Right. He thought he was Briscoe. Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the first episode. Have you guys seen the second episode? I haven't yet. That's no. That came out today. So uh, go watch it after we're done. Like, wait till we're done. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally hadn't aired yet when we started. Yeah. Um, I like the first episode because it answered, like, you could tell they, they watch our show because it answered <laughs> yeah. the question I asked specifically in the first season was, uh, did he really talk to the octopus or was he just tripping balls so hard? <laughs> and they revisited that and let us know. They answered that question for me and I, I felt so happy. I had like that's one of those that's one of those scenes where I, I rewinded a little bit just to watch it again and sit there <laughs> feeling satisfied and hungry. And the octopus is Nathan yeah. Fillion, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Octopi are like my favorite animal. They're so smart and versatile and you know, they put up with all sorts of shit in the ocean and they're so fucking delicious. <laughs> You're like, you respect them so much, you have to eat them. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're a good I, I, feel, I feel bad when I eat them, but fuck it. They're yeah. so good. You ever get that soup that's prepared in a certain way where you you put the, the lemon on the octopus and it starts like... Yeah, I haven't had that, but um, that, that's the Asian. I, I eat it Mexican style, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, siete mares. Just... Yeah, or, or the campechana, you know? The seafood. Lawrence from the back, yeah. and you got to get it from the back of a truck. <laughs> like you can't if you you get it at a restaurant, you'll get like three little pieces of an octopus. Fuck See, that. I still laugh at that joke, but we're living in an age where there's like gourmet food trucks now. It's like, yeah, it's true. No, no, but I'm talking about like a pickup truck with coolers. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, a <laughs> yeah, not a food truck, yeah. a truck truck. <laughs> there's a dude. There's a dude we used to call at the barber shop, and he'd swing by like one time. I swear, I think he was in bed with his wife because she answered and then he's like, no, you can't go right now. And I'm like, all right, well, just let him know when we're, we're here, we're hungry, whenever he's ready. And, all right. And then she hung up. But she she was annoyed when she, like, picked up. And then he called me right back. He goes, I'm coming over right now. I'm just putting on my pants. And... Uh, <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, man. And she she got mad because we asked her for extra tostadas. And uh, she's like, fuck that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're getting four I got your tostadas right here. Yeah. You got, you're getting four and that's it. And he goes, well, he usually gives me six. And she's like, yeah, but I'm giving you four. I'm like, all right. Dang. So, yeah. So she, oh, she, it is. she wasn't very fond of us, but he was. And. And that was out in Long Beach, but now he lives right here in Southgate, which is like 10. He lives 10 minutes from my house. So I just go over to his house and knock on his door sometimes and get did, some. Did you tell her you thought the fish smell was because he ate his own product, but now you know better? <laughs> no, I didn't tell her that. <laughs> I love it. I love it when Lawrence like gets it because you can see yeah. it in his eyes. Jesus, man. Uh, okay, I like. I guess I should just be happy you were subtle, uh, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what you, Jay? How do you feel about Resident Alien? 
Oh, it wasn't in the thumbnail, so I forgot. It's in the thumbnail. You didn't. You like the. You don't see that guy saying the f. Nope. Nope. It's not in the thumbnail. <laughs> so, it's not in the thumbnail I saw. Jay, the, like every thumbnail you saw, literally had the resident alien head saying with the f. Like, and look at the, even before and, the thumbnail, there's text saying that we're we're talking. Oh, he well, left. I asked him because nobody else replied. I asked him, "Hey, can we uh, can we talk a little bit about resident alien too?" And he's not listening. <laughs> Jay, Jay went to go check the thumbnail. He's like, yeah. "Hold but on." Mo, Mo wasn't in the thumbnail either. That's why he's not even going to listen. <laughs> no. Oh no, I didn't see it. <laughs> but you didn't, you didn't. You didn't even see the text when I asked if we could talk about. Uh... No, I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, but when I looked at the thumbnail, I just saw Princess and Vox Machina. Yeah. So, I, I normally look at the thumbnail to remember what we're doing. Yeah, look at the production text. That's what that's for. The thumbnails for the <laughs> consumer. The thumbnails for the consumer, not the creator. Jay needs to Jay needs to join our Patreon so he can be yeah. part of the production. <laughs> like you don't even realize how good a deal you get to get that for free. Yeah, but I, I will say, uh, when I read the description, it kind of bummed me out because normally amnesia things lead to a lot of retreading. So it's a little bummed. Oh, no. We should have watched it. You thought it was going to be like a, a, a clip episode? Not a clip episode, but <laughs> just re hearing a lot of info I already know. And there was this oh. fantasy anime that I wanted to watch. So I ended up watching that. And it's, it's not that great. <laughs> well, look. Like, it's good to know that that all went downhill for you, Jay. Like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say downhill. Did you, because, did you bring it up when we were talking about fantasy animation 20 minutes ago at all? Like, did no. It, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but I didn't bring it up because the title is long and I thought I was going to trip over it. But the title is something like, what if, uh, what if someone from the last Dungeon Boonies uh, went to a starter town. Now, that's like, a good description, but what's the title? Right, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So he is that he like remember, English translation of the title? In his memory, he could remember that he needs to watch that. That's what they titled that. it. Like, <laughs> but that's what they titled it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, like. I'll be honest, even when I was watching Resident Alien, I still like stopped and then just watched yeah. the backlog. Like, yeah, look, that's that's all fine and dandy. We we're Hold talking on. about the whole season. Hold on, <laughs> I just, I just, I just looked it up. Holy crap, he's not kidding. He's, he gave us like half the title. <laughs> it's only that was only half the title, uh, two thirds, the full title. Suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town. Suppose. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it's it's funny because he's like the weakest kid in his village. But because he's like 
at the last dungeon, like he's actually super stronger than everyone else. And he doesn't realize it because it's his first time out of his town. And so he's like there and he thinks he's a weakling because he's the weakest person from his village, but he's actually like the strongest person. Like it's, it's interesting. Like, is it, is it, it's not great. Say again. Is it, is it, Hey, we're not trying to do a review of it either. We yeah, we're gonna review. Yeah, it's comedic. I asked one question. You know how I many? Like, you literally just had an entire conversation about right. the sex life of your friggin', yeah. friggin'. I don't even know what food it was. Your friggin' that's uh, seafood pasta. Your seafood pasta, whatever. Like, I, I asked one question. You did ten minutes on that. You did ten minutes hey. on it. Hey. We we used up the time. <laughs> we're not talking for your your relevant questions. Also, it's like seafood relates to the topic we were talking about, whereas this uh, this anime doesn't. Well, whatever. It relates you, to right? Vox Machina. We're done with that though. That's that's <laughs> so so. Now. Oz, you watched the second episode of Resident Alien already? No, I didn't. You literally said it didn't start when we start the show. Did you see me stop the show and go like this? We're no, in we're, two different time zones. Yeah. You technically could have probably it did. You before. probably could have watched it. You don't we know could not. You know how time works. <laughs> I well, since seen. Joe okay. didn't watch it, we have a few minutes so I can review the new Pokemon game, right? No, we gotta Listen, get break. I'll, I'll, we gotta get straight into princess. Let's just do that. Yes, let, let's play the movie music. Play, play, play movie music. Well, it's it's this movie. Like, I want to hear about the new. Yeah, <laughs> just just run into it. We don't. Oh, okay. Oh, do we not have a, a, a theater? Comic book theater. Oh, oh, got you. You're, oh, wow, princess, princess doesn't get the comic book theater theme. That's fair. That's fair. You're right. It's not a comic movie, or at least not that I know of. Right? I don't. Jay, why don't you tell us? Tell us what? If it's a comic oh, book who? movie? No. no well, about princess. Oh, tell you about princess. Okay, so princess is about a, a missionary who returns home when his sister dies. And uh, he wants to take care of her kid, but uh, his sister was a porn star, and the daughter grew up, like, surrounded by porn people, and she was mistreated, and it sets the guy off. And so he threatens the company, basically tells him, that he wants them to stop selling all of her tapes or else he was going to help them stop selling all of her tapes. And then they didn't stop, so he had to go help out. There it is. There it is. Um, Yeah. Wait, so, Jay, you're the one that suggested we watch this, right? Yes. Because it, How, where... it were, sex and violence reminded me of it. So, and Mo was like, we should talk about that. And I was like, yeah, I'll, shit, I'll watch it again. 
So when did when, did you actually see this when it came out? Because this is an older movie, right? It came out in like the like what is it two thousand six? Um, Something like that. I don't know. But th did you see it when it came out, or did you just come I don't across think so. it? How did you come? Okay, how did you come across it? I think it was on a listicle of like revenge uh, movies. Okay. I think Got that's it. how I came across it. No, I, I can really I can totally see that. Okay. Okay. Um Oz, you got the chance to check this out? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. Not at work, right? <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I I almost did. Um, uh, but I remember you mentioned that uh it you thought about it when reading Sex and Violence, and I just, I figure I shouldn't take that chance. And the first five minutes told me I was correct. Do not, <laughs> do not put that on at work. Uh, I watched most of it. Uh, sped through some of it. I just, it just, it dragged on so much. I, I. They hated the animation. Like the backgrounds were, were beautifully mm -hmm. done, and then the main characters in the front, and like looks like he's written like he's just weird. I hate the mixed media thing that bugged me so much. Like, especially <laughs> during the car accident, because the car accident is actually like very well animated and, and pretty, and then it's like interspliced with this grainy ass. It's just I I couldn't I couldn't watch it. And then like I was forced to watch it because I had to read the subtitles because I don't speak whatever non-American they were speaking. Danish. They speak Danish. Non-American. He saw Danish. He's like, Danish. I guess. I don't, I don't know what they call it. Like, baked goods was their language. Uh, I like Danishes. Yeah. I, yeah, so I, I was forced <laughs> Well, to watch it, it's like even though I'm hating watching it and I remember Jay saying that the story was interesting so I kind of wish I had an English version that I could just listen to and I don't have to subject my eyes to that kind of pain and torture of this poorly done sort like there was one talented guy in the group that did the backgrounds and everybody else just kind of <laughs> winged it and they try to save money by doing this grainy ass VHS wannabe style of, of video recording that for something that came out in what 2016? Like that's people watching it in 2016 don't know that VHS. Style. 2006. Same thing. Millennials don't know. <laughs> if it's not in the 90s, then millennials don't know. I guarantee it. <laughs> So it, it, it it watching it was a struggle for me, and it moves so slow. He feels like the dude is like taking a step every five seconds. It was it's just like I had to I had to check to see if I had it at half speed at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick though, just just as a quick aside, uh, man, Oz just mentioned like millennials or whatever, and it tripped me out. When uh, uh, in Resident Alien, Home Chick had to look up who Briscoe was. 
I was like, oh, damn. I'm like, what in the hell? You know Briscoe? I was like, damn, that's messed up, yo. <laughs> I was like, I'm tripping out. Okay. So, Oz, it, it I, was... I let that one slide, man. <laughs> it, it was a chore for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it well, yeah. Was it a chore, or were you abused like the chick in the film? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. But uh, I don't want to minimize, you know, actual survivors of that kind of she didn't survive that was going on and i don't know mm. what I, I don't know what i watched i like then there's an old lady that looks like et for some reason <laughs> <laughs> she does look like et <laughs> a little a little asian girl with a backhand face i don't know what i watched it's just <sighs> damn okay uh moses what did you think of Princess? It was very, definitely stylized. It was, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it wasn't incredibly incredibly well done. But for Danish things, it's actually less disturbing than what I thought going into. Once once Jay said it was a Danish film, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, you got to watch. <laughs> like, Danish, like, you watch Forrest Gump, the Danish version, and it's, it's like you're watching Saw. You know, <laughs> like that, that's then I don't know. I, I think people in Denmark are too happy and they watch things that bum them out. Like, cause that's, that's, you know, anything by Lars von Trier is going to bum you the fuck out. <laughs> Oddly enough in America, they, all his stuff gets turned into TV shows and it's riveting. But, um, but yeah, the Danish stuff is, so this was actually very tame. Uh, by those standards, and okay. it tried to go more in the artsy in a lot of things, and that I yeah. think that's where it failed. Um, mm. But you know, I did like the characters and this story. I mean, I, I don't remember if Jay said uh, "sex and violence." That segment, "sex and violence," re reminded him of this in the way that like this was done better or something. But I kept thinking about that. Like, no, I don't know. I think this isn't done. This could have been done a little better. <laughs> like if it was a forty-five minute film of just killing and having this little <laughs> girl kill people too, with a little bit of story in between, ten minutes of dialogue throughout the whole thing, just this killing rampage would have been a little better for me. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, a um, piggyback off of what Mo said because it yeah it it. Uh, it better solidified a, a thought that I had on this show. There's they say there's a there's a fine line. I would say this there's two fine lines here because you have crap, uh artsy and on the other side pretentious. Somehow this movie managed to remove artsy, which is what they were going for, put that over there, put those two together and then do this on that line. Like just back and forth between crap and pretentious. It's like they had a three-way like the girl in the film between crappy <laughs> and pretentious. There was like four dudes <laughs> in that. Like there was yeah, some things that were tight, as they say. There were some things that were kind of disturbing, but it wasn't for the violence or the sex in it. It was just the like just the I guess in in back to what you were talking about legends of vox machina in the characterizations like 
showing you what this little girl went through with with nothing yeah. other than how she reacts to everyday life situations that kids normally do that was mm -hmm. really disturbing for me yeah absolutely laughing at it <laughs> earlier <laughs> but but yeah it's just like where she's trying to play house with the kids and she's from this abusive environment and she goes oh, i could be the whore like and it's right. like like it just she just said it like that like right. fucked up you know yeah but um i like yeah. to see when they go and, and raid his apartment he's not even there that's some cool like man on fire daredevil shit mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because I, now you all know me. I messed around and was like, okay, we're doing princess. And I'm like, I don't even remember what princess is about. I didn't remember the conversation. <laughs> we had about sex and violence. I didn't you remember when you, when you sent us the, the trailer for it. You're so dumb. I did not send y'all no trailer for Princess. Listen, and I'm sitting here like I don't remember. I don't remember what it is at all. Like I literally had to look at the thumbnail. And it was like, okay, now I'll go and look this up and see if I can like figure out where I can watch it and all that kind of stuff. And so I messed around and put this joint on, like literally go, like, going in blind. And I agree 100% with the experience that Oz had initially because I was like, man, this is kind of slow. Um, and it's not like nothing's happening, mind you, because you know the opening scene, like mm -hmm. Oz mentioned, is you know but at the same time that you don't have any context for it so i'm just like what like what are we watching you know and then from there it kind of has like you know slowly goes into the story and you know the animation isn't great i i do wish it will also i was like man i wish this was like at least like dubbed or something because like it was it was personally hard for me to read the subtitles um, just and part of it was a quality thing, and part of it, of course, just my eyes. Um, but it was it was hard to do, and so I was like sitting here, like, oh man, I wish it was like this. I didn't have as much of an issue with the mixed media aspect of it, but at the same time, it's like if the animation was better, I feel like the mixed media would fit in a little bit better, or even if they maybe had done done it a little different. Like, I mean, there, it's definitely not up to, you know, it, it's not done great. But what I can say is I feel like once the story kind of kicks in and you kind of realize what is happening with this little girl and what her situation is, and you have, like, her uncle and, you know, him trying to, like, you know, set things right and like show her, you know, how life can be better. Yeah. It's like that story I, for me was really compelling. And, uh, you know, it, it like definitely enough for me to be like, okay, I don't, I'm not worried about the animation as much, even though it's still not great. Um, but it's like one of these things where like, I do feel like it was going for an artsy kind of thing that, it accomplishes in some ways and in other ways, not as much. Like, honestly, I, I feel like all of it, a lot of what they do is based on the, or, or a lot of what fails about it in my mind is based on the level of animation. Like, I feel like almost everything that they did in this movie, if it was done in live action and the effects were of a particular caliber, I feel like people would be like, man, like this is on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like be praised for, 
some of the choices that it makes. And, you know, and even how, like, it ends up, like, how it ends and whatnot, I was like, wow, like, you know, like, this was this was interesting because it's like, I, you know, I, I wasn't certain where it was going to go. And the movie does that, at least for me, at least, yeah, for me, like from scene to scene, I was like, I don't know what's about to happen next. It could end, <laughs> you know? it could end in any one of those scenes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Where it's just like, dude, like, you know, it's like they're going down. Like, I mean, I, I don't even want to call it a rabbit hole because it's, it's more like, Almost like an anthill, you know, because <laughs> like, it like cuts down in this different direction. You're just like, wait, what's happening now? Wait, what? So we're like, I'm like, okay, well, let's go for this ride and see where this takes us. And so, you know, it was it's it's a wild it's a wild movie, and it's definitely something where, you know, I I don't know that I could recommend it to just anybody, but there's definitely I feel like a a, a group a, a group of people that I know that would watch this and be like, man, like that's intense. Like, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, Mo, when you're talking about like the emotional toll mm -hmm. that comes from realizing just how abused this little girl is. Like the, mm -hmm. I know the bath scene, the bath scene was like crushing. I was like, dude, yeah. what the hell is happening? Like that is messed up. And I was just like, man, like that sucks because you know, when you have, and it's just like, it's a little girl and she's just mm -hmm. so conditioned. Yeah. And how can you deprogram for all of these little things? Yeah. yeah, man, it's messed up, man. So I was just like, Dude, like this her is going wow. to like the 7 Eleven and like seeing the porno magazines, like, oh, that's my mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she wants to buy it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want to learn about my mom. <laughs> right. Right. It's messed up, man. It is messed up. And this guy just trying to deal with that and try to figure, you know, like make his way through things the best way he can. And it's like, you know, it's it's wild because it, it's it's definitely a revenge flick, yeah. um, you know, but it has a lot of heart to it, too. Mm -hmm. And for yeah. it's, it's uh, that's the thing about it for his for all the disqualifiers, like the, the quality uh mm -hmm. even the quality in which it was presented to us because we didn't watch mm -hmm. it like on blu-ray or anything mm -hmm. um the the captions the different language mm -hmm. and all these things working against and it still managed to get a good at least in me a, a good emotional reaction with a lot mm -hmm. of these scenes like the the crowbar scene uh yeah you know, but but even when he broke that kid's arm like oh <laughs> that's so crazy that was so that. funny <laughs> yeah see see <laughs> it's funny because it's a little kid like yeah he could have easily have not broken his arm and yeah. like got his point across but... yeah but the thing is the subtle the subtle like underlying message there is that this kid's gonna grow up to be like one of these motherfuckers because he's already showing that tendency you know and yeah that, that oh. I love it. If anybody wants to watch this, we, well, at least I did, um, watch it free on YouTube. Yeah, we will put the link in the description. Will we, though? Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. Thanks, okay. Mel. <laughs> so, what were you going to say, Jay? I will say I enjoyed this movie. Um, 
I was, it's a little slower than I remember. Like it, it took a little while for things to get started. Um, yeah. I 100% forgot about the grave site and the Ford penises. Um, like that. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Um, and I say one thing that I caught this time that I didn't, but this dude is actually a little unhinged. Like, he's a, a violent motherfucker. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, for a church guy, too, it's like, man, he's just got some anger issues. And, and I, that's why I didn't understand, too, because I was like, like, in when you see him before, he's like in, in a... Like he he has on a, a friggin' uh, a collar, like a priest collar, like. Right. But he, he he's not actually a priest, though, right? I think so. Like he became a priest and went to go teach a missionary. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oddly enough, his sister was a missionary too. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I first saw it, I did not like the mixed media aspect. Um, still don't like it. Like, like I, I don't feel as, I don't dislike it as much as I did back then. Because back then it just felt like a cop-out. Um, even though I saw what they were doing, it's like all the flashback sister scenes are like, the live action, but they, they didn't, it felt like a cop-out, like, like, you can't just, like, what it felt like is that they took, there were enough live action bits so that they could make a trailer that was live action and kind of trick people into seeing a cartoon. Like, that's kind of what it felt like they were probably doing. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't like it then. I don't really like it now. Um, the animation is not great, but I didn't actually have any issues with it. Like, I think because I watch so much animated shit, like, I've seen so much worse that <laughs> it has to be pretty bad or, like, pretty stylized in order for me to be like, oh, no, this is, yeah, like, and so, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it. And, yeah, I, I like the story. I like the characters. Like, the girl, for a kid character, she's not annoying at all. Like, you mm -hmm. get exactly where she's coming from and why she is the way she yeah. is. Like, she's spoiled and she's five. And, you know, it's like, I feel so bad for her. Like, yeah. Like, like you said, the best scene is heart-wrenching. Like, she keeps protesting. She doesn't want to do it. And then she, like, goes through the pants. And August is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, right. It's like, man. But I will say, August is... I, I, one thing I didn't get then and I don't get now is... And I guess we just do spoilers because it's like a... 14 year old movie um mm -hmm. 
at the end, he, he gets a bomb and he puts it in the girl's stuffed toy. And I never got that. Like, it's yeah. like her favorite toy in the world. Like, you could have done anything. You could have went to, like, Big Five and got a football and just left it in that. But you put it in the toy, something she's obviously going to be, like, gravitate towards. The football would be easy to throw to the house, too. You know I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You so it's like... The, the, the fence. Yeah, like, it would have been much smarter to not do that. And there's no real reason why he sh- should do that. I mean, except right. to get your ending. Um, yeah. Love that ending, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those, in, like, it's an ending I kind of hate, but that's the good part of it. Like, like they didn't all have to die. And it makes you sad, but it makes you feel. So you're like, man. And then there's a little live action thing at the end, and you're like, I don't need this. Like, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, it's sweet, but yeah, yeah. Joe's like, but... Joe's like, too. It's too happy. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I mean, at least they're dead, so it's like you're not too too happy. But and again, if it were animated, it'd be like a lot easier to. For me, at least. Yeah. And I think, too, one of the things, and this is kind of the thing with, like, a lot of these revenge things. It's like, this movie could have been solved so easily if they had just let him talk to Charlie. Like, everything would have, like, worked out. And... One thing I got on this viewing that I didn't remember or didn't get last time was that he's kind of dumb too. Like, she all he had to do was ask the girl where does Charlie live, mm-hmm. and she could have just took it, took him. Like, mm-hmm. there was no need for him to like burn everyone and <laughs> it's like, yeah. But I guess that's yeah. what makes it entertaining, like. And I'm glad they killed that one dude. Like, he was scum. <laughs> so, so what do you think happened to Charlie? I mean, they show you. He was visiting the grave. He took down the obscene uh, tombstone and, put, and buried them together. Wait, was... Wait, when did he actually... He actually killed Charlie? No, Charlie made it. The guy at the end of his cemetery, that's Charlie. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And he put the three graves together. They took down the penises. Which, why would you do that? Why would a cemetery let you do that? Like... Well, take them down? It's not like a private cemetery. Like, people are bringing their kids there. They're like... they put obelisks. That's the same shit. No, an obelisk and a penis are different. <laughs> nah, I don't and know. And this was four penises. Like, it's not even one. They're like, it's, it's like four of them. Oh, and that inscription. That's just fucking tacky as shit. It really was. 
It really was. Yeah. Ah, man. So, Oz, what would you rate Princess? Uh, two. I really want to give it like one or even half, but <laughs> I didn't like in all good conscience. I didn't finish it, so maybe it gets okay. better. I at the okay. same time, I, like how far did you get? Uh, the car accident, and then that's where I just started skipping forward, see if it got interesting, and it didn't. Not really. So when he was murdering all those people, you're like, meh. Like at that point, I'm I, I I'm done. Start murdering people in the fr- like, murder the dudes that were like quadruple teaming the uh, his sister in the opening. Like just take those dudes out, and okay, now you got me, and you can slow it down, and I'll I'll give you another half hour before any other murder happens, and be fully in, but. It just it moves so slow that I I was struggling the whole time, and it doesn't help that like I said before, I have to watch it because I have to read the subtitles because I don't I don't speak uh, cheesy bread or whatever the language is. Um, I I forget what a Danish looks like. That's the the dessert, and it's got like the little cheap cream cheese in the middle, right? That's a cheese Danish. I mean, yeah. If you have a cheese Danish, yes. Yeah. But there's multiple types of Danish. <laughs> so this language doesn't even give me the cheese. See, not, not, not unless you want it. Oh my god. Yeah. So, like, I tried. There are some aspects that, like I said, the the backgrounds are beautiful. In in a lot of these scenes, the the car accident scene is is great, and then just that mixed media thing. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things like like you said, you didn't really like it the first time, but you felt different the second time. I just don't feel any need to watch it again. Um, maybe if uh, if I can find the English version, it's something I can listen to. I can get to to the point in the story where like murder is just rampant, and it'll make me want to go back and watch those scenes. But right now, it. I'm going to stick with two. You know, I wasn't hungry before, but now I kind of am. I just keep thinking of August's <laughs> sister when I see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it depends on the time of the month. Jesus. Mo, what would you rate, Princess? Uh, just for all the puns, five. <laughs> no, um, uh, <laughs> no, it's a three and a half. There's a lot of pun. <laughs> Three and a half, man. I I did enjoy it, and uh, I wish the animation was better, but it's part of the art they chose to express this message in, and I would have liked more uh, more action. But again, that's what they chose to do, and and uh, yeah, three three point five. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what would you rate, Princess? I would give it a four, like that. I honestly just kind of like, like there's a, a scene and a setup where the guy is like, well, you know, if you want to get to Charlie, you're going to have to do this and then yeah. this and then this. And so he's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. And he just does it. Like, it's, yeah. That was so cool. it's, it's like super stylish too to me. Like the way he's kind of like, well, you know, if you don't want to, you know, 
if you don't want to get rid of the materials, I can help you. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know. He's, the montage of just shit blowing up. Yeah. Like it's kind of slick in the storytelling area in ways that mm -hmm. I like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I think I'd have to agree with you. Uh, I, I, you know, my rating, I don't know. I think I give it more like 3.75 because <laughs> I don't know if I can quite go to a four just because, yeah, I, I feel like from, from a production standpoint, it's like, you know, it has a little too many flaws for me to give it a four, but the story's there. And like I said, I, I feel like if this joint was live action, it would be like, like, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody decides to remake it in live action even, at some point. Even like if it feels it was like a, that kind of movie. Even if it was a VHS, like that VHS style live action, mm -hmm. it, it would work. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like, like it feels like a festival kind of film, like, yeah. you know, or like what a, a festival type of film yeah, if like it was Blue live Dark action. Street. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so, you know, but it's, you know, and don't get me wrong, it's like, obviously, like, there's some parts of it that might come across, like, like, who, I'll say this, I'm not even sure I could watch it if it was live action. <laughs> Maybe I could? I don't know. There might be some parts of it that I'm like, ah, like, I don't know, make me feel, you know, and, and you know, there might be some parts of it that people might really, like, you know, if you break a little kid's arm, in live action, there are some people that would just by that out by itself, they would be like, "Whoa, like I don't like this," you know. They, they you know, it, you know, people watched it. You I do. They break little kids' true. arms. Yeah, they ate him. Yeah, but in the remake, they broke his arm too. He's like crawling with no arm. Doesn't he wave at oh, another kid remember. with a kid's arm? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like severed with blood yeah. all over his. Yeah. yeah. I need Jeez. to rewatch it. Like that scene with with him going into the sewer, compared the remake compared to the other one, was like ten times, uh, a little more disturbing, because like the he rips off the kid's arm and the kid's trying to crawl away with just one arm and then he gets pulled back. Jeez, I would say Tim Curry was much funnier than the the new guy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. cool. So, um, we got a few minutes. Anybody got any news they want to talk about or anything like that? You want to play some news music? Oh, uh, sure. Ooh, comic book news. We should have a, like, uh, like, her, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like, so what should we talk about first? The whatchamahoo's that union that started at Image Comics mm -hmm. is suing Image Comics. So and what are they suing for? Well, do you remember the story at all, Larry? But basically, they I remember. Okay, they were unionizing because of. A harsh work environment or something mm -hmm. and then uh they actually got approved in their union and now the labor board is investigating so uh i think i have the fucking 
I remember, I remember the story and the what I remember is the the uh at least to me what I thought was one of the dumber aspects of their list of demands was they wanted uh creative control over content. Yeah. Which made sense if the union would was uh made up of the creators, but it wasn't. It was like their office workers. Right. And they want more yeah control over the diverse aspects of it and things like that so yeah like representation type stuff right right. Uh, you know yeah so but we'll see where it goes it's still an open investigation and the story is developing so but yeah foster a more competitive industry as a whole through salary workload transparency for all existing proposed job titles they want to improve staff morale through annual staff and management reviews to assess performance and workload. Uh, the creation of a more transparent company culture through monthly all-hands meetings so all staff can better understand both the current and future priorities of responsibility. So that makes it seem like there's nothing like corporate about working <laughs> at, at, uh, at, image. At, at Image. and Yeah. You know, those are our fair uh, desires, you know, and it comes from the top down. Any any shitty job you've ever worked has all three of those for its complete cover. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it's going to be image going to turn into a shittier place to work because of that, probably. That's hilarious. We'll start paying you minimum wage because, you know, they got to pay for all this shit. I mean, the... The all hands meetings so for transparent mm-hmm. company culture that's a $250,000 a year expense on a big company, you know. With whether Jeez. it's because you got to do 12 of them a month, 12 of them a year, and those, you know, whether it's a safety thing, you hire consultants for that, <laughs> and you, mm-hmm. you got to get them on a contract to do your meetings for however often whether it's sensitivity training or sexual harassment or active shooter training, you know. Uh, yeah. Say, active shooter training. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they you need that. Yeah. I've been to a couple of those training seminars in my, in my life. At, at a yeah, yeah. Job, you know, but oh, you geez. need that. That's, that's part of your, the thing is when it gets down to this, the company is liable for whatever they break in those, those, uh, meetings so mm-hmm. i doing those meetings they cover their ass you can't sue them if you get sexually harassed because everybody was trained to not what you do if you've been sexually harassed and to not sexual harass so right. it's on you at that point and the middle management <clears throat> how the middle man they, they can fire everybody except the brass at the top <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and uh, you can sue uh, you know everybody except the company <laughs> after yeah the, you know so yeah, yeah. see how that goes. Indeed, no, we will. No more naked ping pong on Image Comics. <laughs> cool. Uh, anybody got anything else? Box uh, Superman. You're hilarious. Superman and Lois is out, and it's still good. I'm behind. Yeah. I can't believe how good it still is. How many mm-hmm. episodes was the first season? I mm, have to look at that. that I'm going to say like between 8 and 10. 
Okay. That's a good. Yeah. That's so they're on what the second season now? Yeah. Or third. Okay. Again. Okay. You know, I meant to bring it up uh, when it was still going on, but, you know, X Men is doing a second annual uh, Hellfire Gala, and they're doing like the X Men vote again. And so they had a list of characters that the fans could vote on in regards to having a member on the next X-Men roster. Um, they haven't told us who the, the new member is going to be yet, but not long before voting closed, uh, the character that was pretty much like in the lead was actually Firestar. Firestar? Which, yeah, exactly. Which, you know, Firestar is technically a mutant, Mm-hmm. But is not. It, yeah, she's a mutant. Where did like, where's the Dazzler place? I don't think Dazzler was in that roster. Then it's void. Doesn't count. <laughs> you know why are you joking though? Let me let me look real quick because there was a, it was a good. Why uh, like, you look it up? Uh, Superman uh-huh. Lois season one was fifteen episodes. Oh, the first season. Yeah. That's what it meant when it says season one. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? No. <laughs> so, yeah. So the second, the second roster of uh, of mutants yet, uh, Dazzler was not a part of it. Oh, when you say roster, is it for specifically for the gala or for like an actual team? No, Wait a minute, X Men. Like, mm-hmm. armor yeah, was like, on here mm-hmm. again. Who? Armor wasn't she in the last round? No, armor wasn't. Are no, you no sure? I don't think any. I'm pretty sure we can look it up real quick, but I don't think she was in. Wait, is this 2021 20... or 2022? That that the the one with armor and. Firestar is 2022. 2021, I don't think she was a part of because they're actually doing a a um a comic book. Who the with, hell are like what how did these people win the vote? Were like the actual good X-Men not included in the no voting? no understand no the good right. X-Men are X-Men. That's what it's that's what this whole thing is about, us. Okay, and like there's like three that I would be okay with. Three of yeah. only three of these people you'll be okay or, with being on the X Men? Did you vote? Not being on the X Men, just like uh, I'm gonna say name recognition. Oh well, yeah, but no the the idea is fans vote for one of these people to join the X Men roster. The rest of the roster is determined by the writer of X Men. Oh, okay. So Firestar won this this vote. Well, we don't know that for fact, but she was in the lead before the vote before polling closed. And so now, personally, like I'm a I'm a big Monet fan, so Penance is where my vote went. I mean, mine would be Wayne. We we go to to bling. Yeah. Okay. No bling is cool. 
anybody with an exclamation point in their name automatically gets credit. <laughs> Like like Pesha with the dollar sign, you know, like girl can't sing, but I'll support her just because of that. Oh man, that's funny. I'm trying to see if I can find the the. I have the roster uh, that you can oh, vote on. Yeah, she wasn't on it. The 2021. Oh, yeah, okay. she wasn't on it. Okay. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Armor's been on an X Men team before. You know, she's. Yeah, she, but... I mean, she was on. Mm-hmm. She should be like I don't know. I feel like they don't use her enough. No, I agree. She's a great, a great, uh, a great character, and I would. She would be awesome on the X Men team, especially now. You know, but um, they're making a comic with the Pete, the characters from the twenty twenty one roster that didn't make it onto the team. All, all together, which would interest you, I would think, Jay, because mm-hmm. Mero was on that that right. roster, and so yeah, There's so like you know, three people I, on that uh, from last time that I like really liked. Oh, who are the other two? I don't remember. I'd have to look up oh. the list. No, that's fair. No problem. <laughs> yeah, but it's good stuff. So, how does this relate to the gala? Is the neat like? Whoever wins the vote shows up in the gala. No, so so basically, what happened is that, like in in the you know the initial gala was basically like the coming out party for. Well, it's not even coming out party because what it is is at least from a story perspective, is the mutants are all getting together. They invite dignitaries and celebrities and whatnot, and. During the the gala, they do like a telepathic voting, and that's how they decide who the roster of X Men are going to be. For you know, at least at that time, we were like, "Well, this is going to be the X Men for Krakoa," and so they're going to do a second annual gala, and you know, we're all thinking the same thing will happen again, where all the mutants will come together, they'll vote telepathically and then we'll see who the roster of x-men are going to be for that year moving forward okay so, so everybody just wants to see firestar in a fancy yeah. outfit i don't look i don't know I, I i'm not exactly sure what happened because i'm feeling like you know if you're an x-men fan <laughs> firestar isn't somebody that you're particularly like oh man we need we need firestar on the team i don't think i mean Spider-Man she have the wig Spider Man and his amazing friends has been lighting up the boards at Disney Plus. <laughs> no, and that's what like I do believe that it is like an outside contingent that was kind of like, oh, let's get Firestar on the X Men. You know, people that like Firestar, which I mean, Firestar has a lot of a lot of fans, but I don't know that there's a a big cross section between X Men fans and Firestar fans. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting to see if she ends up on the team because. Like I don't even know that Firestar is on Krakoa. I've never I've been reading all the X Men books. I don't remember ever seeing her there. So I'm like, is she gonna go to the gala? Like, <laughs> like because that's the thing too, where like the the way the telepathic voting works is like it's literally you listening to why people say they want to be on the X Men, and then you deciding I want to pick this person, that person, that person, that person. So I'm like, is Firestar going to be like, I should be on the X-Men? 
Like, I don't, that seems weird to me. Like, why would Firestar do that all of a sudden? So, I don't know. There might be some some story leading up to the gala if that if that happens. Or maybe it'll come after. Who knows? Because, you know, maybe they might be like, okay, yes, yeah, so we're going to put her on the team. And then you find out what that journey was like. So, well, yeah. anybody, anybody got anything else? No. All right. It's time to get out of here. <laughs> All right. Jay. Why don't you give me some final thoughts, buddy? I can't find the old list, so I don't remember the other people that I was uh, interested in. Okay. All right. That's fair. Oscor, final thoughts? Oh, right. I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> just how it started, just how it ended. So Boom Boom was uh, in that. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I really like her. And uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Oz. Uh oh. Uh oh. You about to sneeze or you about to say something, Jay? No, I, the list was not a great list. Oz, <laughs> <laughs> final thoughts. Um, I haven't seen past the first episode of the Book of Boba Fett, but now that I know that Darth Maul shows up in episode six, I can't wait to get there. Let me tell you. Most back to final thoughts. Uh, I don't have any final thoughts, but I'll just leave you with this clip from the latest episode I've seen of The Peacemaker. Idiots do it. Okay, Peacemaker, shut up. Dude, I didn't mean to put your father in prison. Then why'd you put him there, you fat fuck? Because I couldn't think of anybody else. What about Ariana Grande or Drake? What? Brad Pitt or Payne Stewart or Doug the Pug? Khloe Kardashian, the Red Tiger from Voltron, Fran Tarkenton, <laughs> Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Eddie fuck? Murphy, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, BTS. Eugene After Blair. the credit, it just goes a lot longer. Shut the fuck up and listen, man. I'm giving you a list of people you could have done. <laughs> Danny DeVito, Will Ferrell, Howard Stern, Baba Booey, Robin Ophelia, Quivers, Alice Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon Osbourne, Bill Cosby, he just got out. He's got time on his hands. Amy Winehouse. Dude, Amy Winehouse is fucking dead. Optimus Prime, Shipwreck, Cobra Commander, the fucking cunts from Riverdale. All right, next time I fucking have to frame somebody, it'll be one of all those fucking thousands of people you just mentioned. Yeah, tell that to my dad. Peacemaker, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. But this fool said the red lion from Voltron. <laughs> it's like, what? Why the red lion? <laughs> That's yeah, a red tiger. <laughs> and, and then he just went back to regular people, which makes it even better. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, you know, I love that. The fucking, he's rattling on a list, and then he throws yeah. in a, a Baba Booey bomb in there, and the Howard Stern, and yeah. Robin Ophelia Quivers. The, he got the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's hardcore fandom right there. Oh, speaking uh, of Howard Stern, uh, we did forget to bring up. Uh, I actually text, uh, actually hit up 
Jimmy Palmiotti on Twitter. And oh, yeah. I asked him whether he was responsible for censoring sex and violence, the sex and violence cover on Comixology, or if Comixology did it. And he said that was on Comixology. And then he plugged his website. And so you could buy uncensored here. But I already own it, so and it's not available <laughs> as a print. Fair. But he listens to Howard Stern too. That's why that reminded me. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can't he can't make a, a noir story about a chick two chicks going down in each other and then one leaving for another without listening to Howard Stern. There it is. All right, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, go ahead and uh, like, subscribe, follow us. Let us know what you do like about the show, what you don't like. Let us know what you might want us to talk about. Uh, until then, we will be back next week. All right, see you all later.